Hello and welcome to well, the second of Dr Mitch's Corner where uh, I try and describe from my fading memory uh, exactly what we recorded for, <laughs> for the Frankenstein's RPG liminal campaign and uh, get to get Paul uh, to, well, at least, if not sanction what we've said, at least, uh, you know, cast his uh, cast his eyes over the ruins of, of this game. <laughs> anyway, what we're trying to do, obviously, is to build this campaign. It's only right that we do involve uh, Paul. He's been a fantastic sport, so a uh, huge, huge credit to him. Uh, and as you can see, or you can tell by his reaction, sometimes he does think, what are they doing, I'm sure. Uh, but all in good fun. So I hope these are okay. These, um, at some stage, I'm hoping that these will become a bit more of a um, maybe a light into how the whole process of putting something together really works. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's new for me. It's new for everybody, everybody else who's involved. So good fun as we're going along. So I hope these are enjoyable. Um, please do let us know at Frankenstein RPG on Twitter. Or Gmail, uh, the Frankenstein RPG at gmail.com. Uh, let us know. Or alternatively, if you if you have an anchor account, you can leave us a voice message. So quite happy to take those. Either way, keep the feedback coming and thanks everybody for listening. Really do appreciate it. I hope this is okay. All right, see you soon. Evening, Dave. How are you? All right, and how are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's gone mad, honestly we've none of the episodes have been have been this well supported so fingers crossed that bodes well for the future so that's good very much so yeah yeah so it's good all good fun all good fun so <laughs> i am sorry we are ruining your game <laughs> well, no, what, what have you done has it been butchered <laughs> No, it's not been too bad. I think what's really, really interesting. So I've been, I've been. Now this is the second or third time we've sort of uh, sat down with a group of people, and it never fails to amaze me. Someone just say, "Oh yeah, yeah." I thought about this, and you go, "Where the hell did that come from?" You know, it's really good, really good. So. It was. I think it was a good episode. Uh, unfortunately, um, Kay couldn't make it. She wasn't very well, oh which is a bit of a shame because I think Kay usually would have. She'd have come up with something pretty, very creative anyway. So hopefully, she'll be in the future. Yeah, she'll come. We'll, we'll get it back on definitely. So we had Mark. Do you know Mark Willoughby? Yes, of course. Yeah, Willoughby. Oh, of course, yeah, you were reading one of his books, weren't you? Yes. Uh, uh, Cat. Mm-hmm. Near for beer cat, or never mind the dice rolls cat. Uh, and then obviously there's me, and then Matt Asaka, so Matt Broom. Yes, yeah, well, you have Albion Wizard staff. So the first thing was all very creative. So the, the first one was to look at uh, doing a scenario in London. Um, and I think I covered you in all the stuff I sort of fleshed out. Yeah, I did, I did see, I did see the things you'd sent around on keeping up with that. Yeah, I just wonder, you know, I think the Raven's Tale could be quite good fun. And anyway, so a couple of bits of that came out. So, Mark. <laughs> Mark kicked us off. And he said, it is, uh, he, he prefaces by saying, well, I won't do his, I won't do his voice. 
uh, it's uh, a betrayal. Oh, what was it? Uh, oh, God. A betrayal. Oh, no, it was something else. Oh, gosh, I've missed it. Oh, that's a shame. This would be fun in the editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incompetent. Tries to explain something. Yeah. Anyway, he said, it's a betrayal. Uh, slow horses. And then the search for a soul of a city. Oh. And there was something else in there. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was like that. Oh, <laughs> but it was really good. So what he actually sort of talked about was uh, the whole idea was um, uh, he, he was viewing it more as an opportunity to sort of introduce the various factions. And what he was looking to do was to sort of say, OK, if it's a starter scenario and if this is the first time people have played liminal, Maybe it'd be quite a good idea to go round to each of these sort of factions, like the Sodality of the Crown, you know, the um, obviously now the uh, Ordnance Survey, uh, yes. and and the Fay and everything else. And you have to then introduce yourselves. But there was a reason we were saying this. So he was actually saying the people who are supposed to undertake these this search for the rights or to 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 reaffirm the rights passage and so on they get assassinated and actually you're the second lot you haven't been prepared for this so you've then got to go around and introduce yourself it was quite good fun uh he he then said uh so that was that was the betrayal the betrayal was the people who were supposed to do this were Curtis. so the first guard of the tower but they were dead and essentially these people are the second guard of the tower and similar to the uh there's a i think he said disney plus uh tv show called slow horses okay, i've not seen that which, which is a play on the slough house where they're based so they're slow horses which is very good he then goes but you're going to be based out of the westminster reference library he's sort of going what the hell are you talking about he says it used to be sir isaac newton's house yes okay <laughs> boom so, but absolutely yes on research drop that mic drop that mic so then you get sort of uh, but you can't essentially though you cannot leave london until you have permission from king ludd even he, 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 a lot more exposition because he's talking about brutus of troy who'd obviously come and founded new troy in london oh, all that stuff's of, really cool is king ludd the one that's just the head well, he, he I, don't, <laughs> I think Mark envisaged him at having slightly more to him than just a head. Although I think you might be right, actually. I, I'm not sure. Anyway, but but the spirit of Lud, of course, has this sort of tendency to get to sort of appear in various people. And it, what he was saying was he's been kidnapped. And now you have to go and find him. And that's that's kind of the way that, uh, that the whole thing would unwrap. It, it is um, once you've you know, found Ludd, you have to present your credentials and so on. But he's been kidnapped now. He's been kidnapped or he's being held by his big bad. So in the very background, obviously, we've still got this the D uh, corporation, as it were. Yeah. FCMT, whatever it's called. Yes, we've got that as the big bad in the background from the very that's the very big bad. One. Yeah. 
yeah but but the the baddies who are holding king lud i'll have to tell you about later but it's good <laughs> so that was it and, uh, then next uh, we had cat now cat <clears throat> was very much in the heart of the city <laughs> Uh, the Raven's Tower, and actually she was basing quite a bit of it around the Ravens of the Tower. And what she was saying was that uh, the Ravens have been trying to warn people, and I'll explain a little bit more about the Ravens shortly uh, when we come to the big bad bits, or, you know, the, the, the wow bits, or whatever. Um, and and period periodically these Ravens are turning up dead. Out away from the Tower of London. So they, they've been turning up dead. And eventually you can figure it out they're, they're in a line. And what they are trying to do is to protect one of the ley lines. Ah. Yes. Out. And they've sort of traced it out. So, and then the next part of that would then lead on to okay, you've got to find out who's doing it and blah, 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 which is very, very good. And her, her, her in the end, her, uh, she was talking about, I think she was sort of saying, um, uh, uh, well, I will say that. So the ravens are either, she actually said, I think they were the familiars of the wizards or the magic users who've gone, who've disappeared, of course. Right. And they are left as a sort of sole protectors of, uh, of the tower. So in answer to the question, who is really in control? Is it the beef eaters or the ravens? It's the ravens. Of course they are. Yeah. So very much, you know, the ravens protecting the um and she was she was sort of saying maybe it's a ley line that goes out towards i think silbury hill which obviously didn't quite go along the a1 but uh, or certainly the great north road i think the idea was then to that gets you involved in everything and then away you go so yes yeah, it's not exactly the a1 and the great north road it just is in great big stretches isn't it <laughs> absolutely yeah okay so then it was me now Clearly, mine was mine was absolute genius. Odd that it got overlooked, but there we are. <clears throat> I'm sure yours was superior, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can be honest with me. I don't mind. So, I I sort of thought, okay, how could you how could you start off in London? Who's who's going to be the quintessential holder of the rights? In London, and then how would you, how would you actually sort of, you know, make make out that you've got to do some sort of peacekeeping exercise in London? So, I was thinking the Queen of Hyde Park. Yes. And and then I was thinking, well, actually, what actually she does is, in some sort of ritual, an annual ritual, um, she hands something over to the incoming mayor mayor obviously ritualistically he accepts the rights of passage so what i'm saying is she owns london and basically gives the care mayor the keys effectively absolutely but it, it's it's uh every year he's he's supposed to be given a red rose uh this is the new lord mayor supposed to be given a red rose so i thought okay we would change that into a scepter you know, it's a figurative rose, and every year she gives it to him, and that allows it to happen. There was a little bit of history about, you know, they switched to the Gregorian calendar, so there was about a three-week gap when there was no mayor, but that was because the outgoing mayor 
didn't believe the Fae should be able to say who or who could or couldn't go through London. Oh, of course, you've got to be able to work that in, haven't you? Absolutely. absolutely. And then you know, Greta gets attention. around. And the next thing I was thinking was, OK, well, I really did like the Ordnance Survey, but how have they become alerted that there's something going to be disrupting this process? Because this is about the freedom of movement of people around London. Well, they try to change the route of the Lord Mayor's show, which clearly you cannot do. It's a, it's a ritualistic procession. And who finds that out? The Ordnance Survey. Because the Ordnance Survey, yeah, that isn't the route. That's not the route that you should be challenging, you should be going down. They and, know and, this, and, yes. Yeah, so they they somehow they interrupt or stop this uh, ritual being um, uh, being interrupted, and and that's the bit where they you know they're then sorting out the big bad and everything else, blah blah blah. But that, so that was the the, the premise really. Um, then there's something that came out of it actually that made me think we've actually in terms of timing it probably well it's in, unfortunately in one way but actually it's it's pretty pretty good because we can build in this idea of the change in the royal family because obviously at this time we're about to change the royal family so you could say you know previous monarch has unfortunately passed in the interregnum this is the bit where we've got to get these rights renewed you know for the new king coming in maybe oh yes 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 i think maybe maybe the old pacts don't quite hold right things need to be reasserted yeah oh there there was some there was some really good so (laughs) So, Matthew. Uh, Matthew <laughs> said he was inspired by Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, can, can I veto the giant marshmallow man in the streets of London? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we didn't get that far. Although, funnily enough, when he said, I'm inspired by the original Ghostbusters. The first thing that went on in my mind was the Stay Puff Man doesn't have anything to do with Britain. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what he had was uh, there is a medieval ghost at St. Bart's Hospital. Now it then kind of linked this this one sort of linked in a little bit better because if, if you think about it. You'd have a reason for the party to be there in the hospital because in the very first scenario, Martin, Martin G, Martin Glasper's um, suggestion was that we had this sort of out, out of nowhere in this the massacre. You know, so there's a survivors, a massacre survivors in the hospital, and this is why they went some bars. So <laughs> he was saying, okay, so William the first was the one who had this pact with the Fae, not only of Britain, but he had a pact with the Fae of France, the French court. Now, when he comes over to uh, England at the time, wasn't it? England, and subdues England, ultimately then tries to subdue the whole of the UK, but he subdues England. It's partly because he's been welcomed in by the Fae and by all the other sort of yes. limited yeah, world. Yeah. He's at this back now. Henry the first then takes over after William Rufus has been killed. So William Rufus could he he died in this accident in a New Forest? If you remember, yes, yes, the the hunting the hunting the, accident. The accident. <laughs> <laughs> Where ahead of the word. <laughs> uh, 
he then had uh, so Henry the first took over. Now Henry the first then was succeeded by or should have been succeeded by William Adeline, uh, who I think he drowned on the way over. Yeah, that was France. the white ship disaster, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, and then the white ship disaster, and then because, of course, because of that lack of direct A, had all the anarchy and all that business. Absolutely. Yeah, which, which Stephen and Empress Matilda. Exactly. Quite. I mean, hey, I know Matthew my did, history. Aren't I good? Matthew did, Matthew did name check the game as well. <laughs> so I think he's written a game about this. <laughs> so, but uh, the founder of St. Bart's Hospital was a chap called Canon Rehair. And Canon Rehair had gone on pilgrimage uh, to Rome and then came back and realised he had to he had to found a church and hospital uh, for the treatment of the sick and the poor. And it was St. Bartholomew's Hospital, ultimately. So this Canon Rehair, uh, what, what Matthew was saying was actually what he did was he went and forged the pact anew with the French Fay, and then, you know, any, anybody else he needs to talk to in European Cup, and then came back. Yeah, that was Makes his sense. secret business. That was his secret business. Uh, he's buried in the uh, in the hospital grounds, but <laughs> what he was then saying was, uh, recent works to the Elizabeth, Elizabeth line has disturbed the crypt in which this Canon Rehair is buried. Uh, and oh no, no, I think it, that wasn't. I'm not sure that's, well, that was quite true. So he, he then said, um, Queen Rat is also then disturbed and she seduces the priest, uh, and uh, it, it all kicks off. So, what the characters then had to do was they had to sort of uh, you know, put Rehair to rest, put the place into rest, and obviously neutralize the potential for any damage from um, Queen Rat. And then you know, do any sort of repairs that they might need to if, if it's a ley line that's been destroyed, or is it again the malign influence of the French Fay court? <laughs> yeah, well, I think I like the idea. We need to get the French involved somehow, don't we? Yes, with typical sort of you know British brio, there was a fair amount of you know scoffing. <laughs> there was a little bit of oh, think of the accents. <laughs> the other thing that he said was apparently at, uh, when this haunting is at, there was a, a session actually that a haunting on a couple of occasions people heard you know uh, William Wallace was was killed there uh, and the heretics were burned the Lollards were burned so uh, you know you could have all these sorts of things going there's off definitely in the all sorts of potential for ghosts coming in there oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is there? I think that was about it for him so we took the vote, and although, the, the, as, it, as is almost always the case, there were bits of each of one, it was like, well, that would be good, and, you know, could you do this, and, you know, what about if we did this? Oh, I vote so, for this, but incorporate this idea, that sort of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's really, again, really good. So uh, Matt won the vote. So it is going to be, or was going to be, uh, the uh, uh, Bart's, St. Bart's. But Mark's was the way Mark presented his was absolutely fantastic. The betrayal, slow horses, search for the soul of the city. Yeah, really good. That really could be good. Walking introduction text, surely, <laughs> or at least a chapter introduction. <laughs> yeah, well, 
I mean, it, it, because I think he's uh, he'd got that sort of he's got that narrative knack, you know. Yes, he does, but very much so. And 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 he's a very good storyteller, anyway. Yeah. With that sort of very very dry and quite laconic stuff. So was, that was that was really good. But there were all, all loads of elements in there that came out. So then we come on to this. I'm good. I think I'm probably going to change it slightly. I'm going to say. Instead of instead of it being the uh, the big bad every time, what's the you know what's the the enemy of the fighting? Because I think it constrains sometimes the things that people want to say about you know their their scenario. What I'm going to say is, uh, what is the wow? What's the wow moment? Is there one thing that everybody would sit there and go bloody hell? You know, and well for me it would have been the uh, the Westminster Reference Library, is there? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yes, isn't it? That's part of the fun, isn't it, with them and all poking up this, I suppose, all these bits of local history. And when you're dealing with London, local history is a lot more than just local. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you, you wait until next time. I've got an absolute belter for this. So the, the next one is, I think, you're, I think you said you might be able to make the next one. I hope I hope to make the next one. Yeah, that's the one that's taking place. That's St. Neots, uh, sort of Huntingdon area. That area, because I thought there was there was plenty of, of stuff going on there. So anyway, right. So but, but coming back to this episode two, the big bad or the big wow. Now you have a role to play in this. Oh yes. So, cat. Now again, I think this this was the bit that was sort of you know gets gets drawn out of other bits and pieces. <clears throat> Now her sort of big wow or her sort of you know surprise moment. Uh, she really liked the idea of uh, actually I think she liked the idea of the French Fay court in exile and how they were sort of quite you know uh, disruptive. But but in the end she actually I think she actually said it was just about exiled members of the Fay court. You know the people who were sort of maybe siding with. Arthur D or and, and this corporation and uh, the way that they sort of existed or the way that they go almost hidden amongst the mundane world was uh, these living statues. Oh, OK, that's clever. It's really good, isn't it? She, well, she actually said she's scared of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see the creep. I can see the creepiness potential. Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it was like, oh, look, there's a chap. And what I was saying was you could use it. It'd be really good to sort of say, it, describe it in a very mundane way so that eventually someone might say, there's a lot of living statues around here, isn't there? You know, so so she, that was that was what she wanted to do. She went, okay, exiled members of the fake court, there's living statues. Uh, Matt sort of built on his own thing a little bit more. And what he was sort of saying was, you know, although although he had the ghost of Rehair and Queen Rat, uh, I mean, Queen Rat obviously is already, is already in the in in the sort of stuff. She then said, okay, so he he said about specifically uh, the French Fay Court and how they would have people over here, and you don't quite know whether they're neutral because obviously they're cool and very suave and yeah. <laughs> And they smoke all was. <laughs> so what he was saying, he would really like there to be this sort of, you know, what are they really doing here? Maybe a bit of tension, you know, 
probably a good way of doing it. There's another thing actually. There was hanging around thing. Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, hanging around the patisseries of London. Now there was actually some no, it's very... King's Cross now, isn't it? The Channel Tunnel. I think silly. Oh yeah, it is. It's some pack. Uh, it's some pancreas. Yeah. Now there was another thing actually that was that um, that he did bring up. And this was about having a uh, a referee of the change, so that you could introduce this idea of uh, of somebody who uh, could almost be like a, a resource if if the players got really got into trouble, that you could almost dig them out with this referee of the change. I'll try, try and develop that one a bit more. Yeah, a referee. He actually said there was a, you'd be introduced to a referee of the rites and passages. See, I had that down as the mine is the uh, was the pageant master. So we had cat exiled members of the Fay Court. These living statues could be the way that they sort of uh, were in there. Uh, Matthew was uh, other than the ghost of Rahere, obviously was his one of his bits, but it was this neutral this sort of this membership of the French Fay Court that was in there. Uh, I'll say my one. I actually changed my one. I changed my one because I really like the idea of the ravens in the tower. Yeah. Instead of them being, you know, oh, if the ravens leave, it will go horribly wrong. Nobody knows what that means. And then we sort of discussed it around and kicked about a little bit. And and are they actually are they actually the wizards? Are they the members of the ravens tower who've been transformed? And then there was a suggestion that actually they could be they could almost be like a diplomatic function between the fae and the mundane. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And of course, so, that's the Raven's Tower thing anyway. It's got that sort of diplomatic element. So I do like that. Yeah. So, however, there was another really good one. Now, I have to tell you that the Ravens tied with one other. And it was Mark's one. So if you remember, he said that uh, Lud, King Lud, was being held captive. And uh, Brutus of Troy, when he came over here, apparently came over to fight some giants. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> great line from Mark. Mark goes, and as you'll see, there aren't many around, so quite successful, really. <laughs> <laughs> However, <clears throat> he, <laughs> he has got... He's, he, he, <laughs> He described them. He described them as part-time giants, Gog and Magog. Gog oh. and Magog, yeah. Gog and Magog are who originally were supposedly enslaved by Brutus. They are part-time giants now. They have to. They have to look after London. This was part of their geish, geese, geish, geish, yeah, yeah. Um, they had been enslaved, but now been freed. But they are they? What he was saying was, are they actually malign, or have they taken on this role of you know, sort of uh, the guardians of London, and they've they've been somehow induced to uh, kidnap and look after King Lud? Gog and Magog. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, I do. I, do. I like the elements. I like that. I like that whole Geoffrey of Monmouth mythic history of the kings of England bit, the early stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good. Was he? Was he? 
was he actually telling the truth? Yeah. No, but I do like the idea of bringing that type of thing in, and I like <laughs> I like Mark's use of it. So, excuse me. <clears throat> what we could somehow get, work in is, in, in some way, that obviously Gog and Magog. So I'm assuming of of so that they were the two that won, the Ravens and Gog and Magog. And it was oh you know, I have to fight out. And I said, no, 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 no. We have to ask Paul. Oh, I have the casting vote, do I? Awesome. Yeah. Gosh, it's like it's like being on the podcast. This is the, the first one. This is good. Making you work. Yeah. <laughs> so do we have the part-time giants, Gog and Magog? Uh, they're not <laughs> what he said. He said, well, clearly, they're not giants all the time. Uh or do we have the the ravens in the tower as this sort of diplomatic function? All oh, this is tricky because I do like both. Okay, I like the ravens a lot. But I think I am going to have to go with part time giants just to get that element of mythic history involved. Brilliant! The part time giants win. Excellent. Gog and Magog have to be in there somewhere. Now I have a feeling that there may be. Because if they're if they're fundamental, uh, the obligation that they've been put to is to look after London, then they could intervene almost anywhere, couldn't they? Good. Good. So Gog and Magog. And I like the idea of them being sort of, I suppose, ambivalent forces. You know, have they been corrupted or were they always malevolent or are they actually just doing their job? in a very strange and literal way yep very very interesting i think and, be they're good probably, well, and they're probably far too powerful for the pcs to fight you know that's not the solution which is good yeah oh yeah i mean they'll be devastating wouldn't they and all those centuries to build up their own sort of powers and everything else yeah okay. yeah so if many are old belief yeah so if you're sort of happy with that so so the, the, the so we'll have I, th I think what we'll do is how we'll try and connect all the dots I, I do very much like um I think both Kat and Mark said this could almost be like an introduction into the world of um the sort of fair mundane sort of tension yeah I think so world. too so somehow what we've got to do is sort of uh it's Matt's I quite like the idea of starting off with ghosts, actually. I quite like the idea that that sort of fits. And then while there, try and introduce this idea of, okay, there's lots of disruption. Why is all this disruption going on? And then we'll start them off on the on the process of trying to renew the various rights and and so on as we go up the, uh, the A1. Perfect. Sound good? That sounds brilliant. Yeah, I'm looking forward actually to 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 the next one as well because I think it'd be nice to have a a slightly bigger group. Number one, but number two, it'd be good because you'll you'll be there uh, in the flesh, so to speak. It's also nice. It's also nice to have this contrast. You've got, of course, London, and then you've got the more rural element with Huntingdon. Yeah, and then I'm trying to getting that contrast is great as well. Yeah. I've, I, 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 so when I, I I wrote out to, and I've sort of added little bits and pieces, and I'll, I'll make sure we add this in as well. 
added little bits and pieces in what I'm trying what I'll try to do is sort of build up a almost like a very well just do a very sort of linear progression of everything going on and as you said I think one of the things I think you said very important to know that there's something carrying on in the background you know that there is yes. a the the uh, the big enemy is is moving and they're doing things uh, so all I do is I'll sequentially go through I've tried to sort of lump it around geographic bits so for example that next one will be uh, the next one is in is that sort of St Neots which is almost kind of Cambridgeshire really yeah no it'll be interesting to do that and of course, you'll you'll have to you'll have to suggest something for there as well. No, Unless no, I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do my homework. Don't worry, Dave. This is I've got the easy bit here. <laughs> I, can hear, I can sit here thinking, oh, this is going to be difficult to write. Really good, <laughs> but not because it's going to be difficult to write. But oh, that's not my problem. <laughs> you just get to veto stuff, which is great. So yeah, next time it's uh, St Neots, Huntingdon, Nebworth. I thought Nebworth would be quite an interesting one. There's a few bits around there. Huntington St. Neats, because it, it's the closest to the bordering on East Anglia, which is. Yeah, my, so I've got Huntington Race Course and what no Danish raiding party setting out from that area. Ghosts uh, of Danish raiding parties. I've I've already got mine. Oh. I can't I can't tell you. I'm not gonna. I, I was reasonably hopeful this time. I was sort of thinking, oh come on. Lord Mayor's show. What was in the back of my mind, and I, I think I did, did say this when we, were, when we were recording it. What was in the back of my mind was do you remember the, the start of um, one of the James Bond films with um, uh, Daniel Craig, where he's in Mexico on the is it the Dia del Muerte? Oh, I think so, yes. And and across the whole of the you know the whole of the the city, all these buildings are collapsing as someone's trying to you know, blow them up and shoot up and all the rest of it. Yeah. And I had this in the what if that happened in the Lord Mayor's show? Be the best Lord Mayor's show ever. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, no one went for it. Bit of a shame, but then, yeah. I just had this you know I had you know Nelson's column value so. <laughs> I, I, I had Nelson's column smashing into the top of the National Portrait Gallery and it was running up. Okay. Okay. So, Should so we be the, blowing up London to the final scenario if we're doing that? Oh, well, no, I, I, in, in fairness, I've said we blow up Edinburgh. It's, uh, that will certainly stop any... Uh, any uh, we'll have to run that past Tamsin in the next episode. <laughs> I may need to bring her back, actually. Well, funny enough, also Graham, Graham Kinneborough. Do you know Graham? Yes, I've, I've met Graham, yeah. Yeah, so so uh, I just, well, hobnobbing with the stars, he's off out to Hollywood. Oh, is he uh, now? Yeah, one, he, he was uh, he was the uh, one of the uh, directors, or I can't remember, I think it's either assistant director or, or director of this uh, Irish, and now I can't remember the last name, it's a short film, it's, it's in line for a, a, a short film, Oscar. Oh, fantastic. This is, 
yeah, it's a story of a young uh, two brothers, one of whom has uh, Down's syndrome, and their mother dies, and they 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 have to uh, go through her bucket list. And uh, yeah, so he, hobnobbing, and he just said he just said to me, he's packed his liminal to read, but it, it, I've got to bring Graham on for the for the day new Graham's got to come in for the. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. We need the stars involved, don't we? We need the stars, darling. <laughs> well. See, I'm wondering whether or not we ought to have Mr. Cowie, uh, whether the, the good doctor should be there. Surely everything would go with a bit of a blam then. Uh, so, yeah, so him involved. <laughs> I would, yeah, I've got, I've got to twist his arm a bit. So, uh, the next one, St. Neots Huntingdon, Nebworth. One after that is in and around Newark, but of course, really, you're talking about Nottingham. Yes. Can't for the life of me think anything. There's nothing. There's nothing interesting going on there, or no sort of legends involving there. None. Uh, and then, of course, only because uh, he 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 was so desperate to have it included. Uh, we've gone with Nook for Doncaster and Weatherby would be the next one. Because you drag it, you drag it, beginning to drag in lots of sort of you know Yorkshire stuff, which would be brilliant. Then yeah, I seem, could... I seem to gravitate towards doing a lot of Yorkshire stuff in Liverpool anyway, so... <laughs> it's bound to happen, bound to happen. Also, two fine race courses as well. Yes. I think uh, we need to then... do that. We need to make sure race courses and cricket grounds are involved throughout. I, I, I absolutely agree. It's uh, not... Uh, although, we, clearly, we've missed... Uh, we've missed, well, missed out in Ham London. Hampshire, but... no yeah, yeah, Hampshire. Hampshire, sorry, Warwick. Uh, so, anyway... Doncaster, uh, Weatherby. Then we're in Newcastle. Now, I wonder whether you might be able to twist his arm. Uh, but I, I, I understand that Mr. Gow is a, an ex-resident of, uh, of Newcastle, is he not? Yes. So we should. I'm sure he'd be willing. Yeah. Well, give him a poke and see if you. Well, I've now said that live in record, live on air, right? So. I'll... <laughs> and after all, your word is law. Uh, oh, he has so, written, he has written a Newcastle book coming out for Liminal. Oh, so Nova Castria. Okay, so would we be upsetting anything if we? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Surely that's the point. So we've got the. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So we have yeah, because the next book out for Liminal is the Fay book. After that, it's Nova Castria. Okay, brilliant. Then we've got after that, you've got Berwick upon Tweed and Lindis Farm. Yes, that could be a, that could be an absolute belter. That because you because you could bring in well apart from obviously Holy Island and and Berwick upon Tweed, which is the most bizarre flip flopping There's really city. obvious things to do there, aren't there? But there's other interesting things, especially also you're in the border country. Yeah, which so is essential reavers. Liminal, is it England? Is it Scotland? Who knows? I don't think they know. Uh, one thing I was thinking about there was I had in the back of my mind, I, I probably shouldn't really say it in case I, I do. I quite like the idea of having a bridge and a troll under a bridge. And I thought Berwick upon Tweed mightn't be a bad place to stick one. Do you need that? I don't think I've ever done that actually in a liminal thing. I mean, it's implied in places, but we've never had yeah. that actually had that in an adventure, so we should do. Yeah, could be good fun. So Berwick on Tweed, then we're at Peebles and Edinburgh. Yes. Peebles mainly I've included because it's such a brilliant name. 
and then the very the very last bit is what is the final you know what's the denouement what's 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 occurring where does it take place and mm. so we're looking good i think happy with that oh very happy <laughs> good i am i'm gonna rope some of these people into uh these people am i saying uh contributors i'm, I'm gonna rope them into 600 page book as well this would be good well actually fine enough we do need to have a conversation at some stage about structure because i know when you do the case note it follows a fairly sort of you know yeah the pattern is flexible i mean that's something to use if you don't have other ideas in mind certainly you wouldn't have to follow the case note sort of structure you know format opening scene and all that business and then the, 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 the other thing i was thinking was it's it's also if but if we were too sort of structured if we did too much in terms of you know being very prescriptive i think it might ruin the one thing i really love about liminal which is when you're all sat round. it's the only time i've ever allowed people to use phones yeah absolutely it's, it's great <laughs> it's actually good fun doing that it's i mean when i was i think it was a dragon meet around an adventure on the glencoe massacre and i didn't explain everything i just had everyone look it up on their phone yeah which is the one time that would be appropriate yeah absolutely yeah and the campbells oh fantastic so there we are so the, 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 that first big scenario chunk is going to be in and around st bart's and smithfield Rehair, who is the canon who's disrupting the place uh it's all kicking off uh has to be some sort of renegotiation with uh queen rat but also because if 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 has been if his having been entombed i think that's it now i think about it that's it that's what it is. he's entombed himself beneath yes. if he's been released you've now got to go to the fay court or, or the french fay court in absentia and say we need to you know uh, we need to put everything right with you guys as well yes yeah because that's possibly released them Ooh. All sorts of interesting possibilities for knock-on effects, aren't there? Uh -huh. Gog and Magog obviously have to then get involved because you, you know you can't do this. You can't. This is my city. I wonder whether Gog and Magog might look like the Cray twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, well, maybe that old hail and pace sketch. You know, we are <laughs> the management. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think of people who nail people to things. Yeah, you think of hail and pace. <laughs> I think of homicidal murders. Oh well, good, excellent. So I, I was, I was again, I was worried that you might be sort of thinking of ruining the game, but I think <laughs> of course not. <laughs> good fun. It's, it's what happens. You get a bunch of creative people involved. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's great hearing yeah. about this yeah it's good and and there's a few other people who are sort of coming in as well which is quite nice so we're broadening the net so uh, somebody else is extremely creative ed foster ed's going to be involved as well i think he's in, in either the next one or the next but one but yeah so it'd be good be fun. all right so i will uh, i will clean this up slightly and then uh put this out as a dr mitch's corner if that's all right excellent yeah that sounds good to me and well i'll see you See you later this month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, Good. great stuff. Don't worry. Right. See you later. See you. Bye. <laughs> bye bye bye.